0: This is Saturday morning's must-listen format,
1: the Melbourne Racing Panel.
2: Standish Day at Flemington We're on a good four with the rail out eight metres and an early start with the first at 10:30. Damo from Epping's just after a recap of some numbers in race five. I'll give you the full set. Damo, Mark Hunter's numbers in race five: four, two, eight, and nine. David Gately with two, four, three, and nine. My numbers in race five were two, four, nine and eight. We're up to race seven, over 1,600 metres. It's a benchmark 84. Scratching of number one, pounding from the wider draw. I think there's a race for him next week. Also take out numbers eight and nine. What's the market shaping like now, Jamie?
1: So, Warren, we have factored in 12 cents worth of deductions off the back of those scratchings. So we'll start with the two in Chassis, currently at $13. The favourite is the three, here to shock, and is definitely the best backed runner in this race, currently at 2 $2.50. The 4 Aaron Bay is at $8. The 5 Timor is at 12 The 6 Toro at $6. So the 7 Hasseltoff at $6.50 is the second best backed runner in this race and there's not much separating Hasseltoff and Hida Shock in terms of hold and the 10 Typhoon Harmony has also been popular at that $6.50 price. How do you think they might run along here Gator? Yeah
0: look I think uh, Typhoon Harmony probably gets the lead. I'd love to see Aaron Bay roll though. I think he just gets a bit keen when they try and ride in cute. Um, so I'd love to see him ride up there as well. Here to Shock, another one who can get keen. They'll draw, they'll, they'll probably want to take a smother in behind them and should get a good run. And that's probably it. So it won't be fearsome, I don't think. Um, look, I'm tipping here to Shock. He raced keenly as a reference there. He did it again first up, didn't he? He still only just missed the match fit and flying Savannah Cloud. Who had former and Gentleman Roy, you know, so it's sort of a terrific form, beat the rest easily. One second up last prep. As I say, the key with Blake Schinter, they might just be getting that, uh, that mother in behind and be able to switch off, which would be helpful. Aaron Bay, he's hard to catch, but um, he did do, win well second up, jumping pretty sharply to the mile. He disappointed behind pounding, but um, as I say, I just think um, they got those tactics wrong. He covered ground and overcooked it. Hasseltoff, the Flemington specialist, drops to 56 and a half. And uh, it was a terrific win last time. They weren't swooping, and he did win, swooping, or a so, uh, uh, safe ground on the turn. And Typhoon Harmony chased a strong speed last time, won well, and ran time three, four, seven, and ten.
2: How are you playing this race, Mark?
3: I'm going with two scenarios. Warren, two chances, three and seven for me. I think Heat of Shock is the most likely winner. Missed the kick there, first go for the Hayes boys, then went forward. Got keen, but kept coming. Was a terrific effort to close on that leader, who's flying and just uh, had a soft run and kick. So I think if Shock begins better, it can push up under them and dictate the race, uh, settle for Blake, hopefully it settles for Blake Shin. If that happens, I think Shock will win. The other scenario, if it misses a kick and gets crossed or gets over racing, has to do some work. I think number seven Hasselhoff will come out of the pack and run it down. This horse, the blinkers have gone on at Flemington. It's flying. It'll be back near enough to last here, but only the field of eight. It'll be charging home. They're the only two I'm taking the quaddy. Next best, the two on speed horses, number 10, Typhoon Harmony, who gets a nice run, might hang on for a place in four Aaron bay. Just too negative a ride last time. I think with a, a more aggressive ride there, put it into the race and not do so much work. It's got some place chance as well. But two hopes for me, three and seven, three, seven, ten and four.
2: We're seeing the race very similarly. Mark Hunter's numbers, three, seven, ten and four. David Gately with three, four, seven and ten. I'm also with three here to shock and... Interesting comment from J.D. Hayes earlier that he's a horse who can get hot in the yard. I've seen that before firsthand. So Nick Noonan's assessment of here to shock in the yard, RSN 927 this afternoon, will be crucial. But he's run well when he's got warm previously and Blake Shin no doubt will be mindful of just trying to get him to settle as well as he can from that inside draw when the barrier's open. If he does, with additional fitness, I think he's hard to beat. Three hit a ten. Typhoon Harmony, who's racing really well. Now with the Papadisar Arcus stable, a few of the horses a change from the Galagotas to, to Billy Stable. Form through Pounding two starts ago, then one defeating Munamek last start. Form also ties in with Savannah Cloud. So easy to, to blend Typhoon Harmy into this form reference. Four, Aaron Bay. They were intent on getting cover last start. He seemed to resent that. I think from this draw, they'll, they'll revert back to riding him more positively. I'd look for a change of tactics coming through on four, Aaron Bay. And seven, Hasseltoffs, absolutely flying. The blinkers, Craig Williams have been a bit of a key to getting him back in winning form, but he loves around about this distance range at Flemington, and I'm sure Dan Stackhouse will have a similar plan to what Willow's had recently. Three, ten, four and seven for me in race seven. Race 8s, over 1,200 metres down the straight, benchmark 78 level. Take out numbers 7 and 11,
1: Jamie. So Warren, we have a very dominant favourite in this race. But we'll start with the one, William Thomas, currently at $18. The horse at odds that's seen support is the two, Halo Warrior currently at $26, but the three is the favourite, Jungle Gym and is currently holding more than double anything else in this race. The four Magnum Bullet is at $12. Nickow Spur at 7 has had a little bit of interest at that price. The six, Kentucky Casanova has also had a bit of a double at $4.60. The second best backed runner in this race though is The 8 in Diamonds in the Sky currently at $5.50. The 9 to Jumbuck at $6.00. Again, a little bit of a dabble. And the 10 at Belsiel at $18.00. But very popular favourite, Warren Jungle Jim at $3.70. Well,
2: Mark, the well back Jungle Jim was able to lead all the way down the straight over 1,100 metres. Last start, how does this race shape up for him at 1,200?
3: Shapes up well, Warren. I think he'll lead out wide with probably Diamonds in the Sky sitting on his shoulder. Uh, back nearer the inside, you would reckon Magnum Bullets probably the quickest of those and settles not too far off Diamond Gym. Look, I found this a tough race to work out. I'm going to go number eight, Diamonds in the Sky, who's just steadily improved with each run from the spell, and I just think we're drawn there. Then the Meech can just ride shotgun on the outside of Jungle Gym and have last crack and maybe wear it down to win. One William Thomas, I bet up for him every time he goes around. He just has no luck in life, this horse. he. Run three ago was good for a race like this. He gets in really well after the claim. Not a big field, so he shouldn't be that far off them. I'm sure he'll be charging at the finish at good odds. Third pick, number six, Kentucky Casanova. It can win on its form. It's had a long spell. It's trialled all right, just whether it's a bit ring rusty late. And three, Jungle Jim, who just has to run the strong 1200. It should, getting a soft run up on the speed. Eight, one, six and three. Gator, how are you playing
2: the second last?
0: Yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy with Jungle Jim. I think um, that win uh, last time did catch me by surprise, but I have to take that at face value and beat a good one. inside. he ran near 1-3 flat doing it. He comes up 3 kilos, but look, he's won 3-5 at 1,200 and um, should be hard to run down. I think Kentucky Casanova resumes been jumped um uh, uh, just beaten in a jump out, but could have easily won it to my eye. I did win a Lakeside 64 fresh last time in easily and good time. Diamond in the Sky looks... Uh, she's really, really genuine. She'll be up there with Jungle Jim. She's certainly a winning hope. Uh, she did a good job uh, last time giving weight to some handy males. And Nick our Spur, uh, another I'm resuming, and uh, right on their heels in a jump out. Went well as well. Three, six, eight, and 5
2: three six eight and five for gator mark hunter with numbers eight one six and three i'm also with eight diamonds in the sky I love the way she ran through the line two starts ago and then out to 1300 meters last start race fit linda Meacher board. she'll be in a forward position i think she's got a great chance of of arm wrestling jungle Jim out of it later in the race eight for me at a six kentucky casanova who's resuming from a lengthy break but He's got the winkers on, he's a talented galloper and he's been jumping out nicely to get back to the races. Nine to bucks also been back to the jump outs following his first up run. I think he's going well. He'll get a soft run, might need a bit of luck from that draw, but I think he's in the mix as is number three, Jungle Jim, who looks the most likely leader. Eight, six, nine, and three for me in the second last. The last over 1,400, a benchmark 70. Takeout numbers 1, 3, 4, 12, 15, 17, 18, and 20. Jamie's still leaving a decent field in the last. How does the market look?
1: Yeah, it certainly does, Warren. So we'll start with the two, Super Artsy, who at $19 has seen a bit of support at that price. they sort of been bouncing around from $18 out to $19 but has seen a bit of interest at that price. The horse at odds at $12 is the seven, Andy Man that has seen support, especially this morning. The favourite is the nine in Victory Bay, currently at $2.80 and is definitely seeing support at that price. But the best-backed runner in this race is the 10, British Columbia, currently at $3.40. And then the 14 blow-in currently at $9.50 has also had a little bit of a dabble and the 19 Heskett at $7 has also had a bit of interest at that price. It's
2: a late scratching coming through in the Standish. Parsifal has got a laceration and has come out of the Standish. Number seven, He was the only, I was the only one that had him in my selections. I'll revise the numbers for that leg of the quaddy and the Standish, but just letting uh, the audience know that number seven Parsifal has come out as a late scratching race 8, I'll race 6, number 7, Parsifal, has come out of the Standish. Speed in the last, I thought British Columbia you could lob into a, a nice spot here from a, a favourable draw. A dandy man perhaps doesn't have to be too far away. I don't think there's brutal speed in the race. I think it's a competitive race, and I do think number 10, British Columbia, has got a terrific chance. Second up, like the way he chased first up, just maps to get every opportunity here. 14 Blowin chased well first up. He'll strip fitter. He probably settles a little bit off speed, but he'll be strong late, stepping out to the 1,400 metres. Nine, Victory Bay. I've got an SMS, Victory Bay I'll put to the boys shortly. He's consistent, he's fit. He's had excuses at his last couple, but uh, he just needs to get that next win on the board. He did kick off this preparation with a good victory. And two super ass, He's flying for the Ben Brisbane stable, back to a similar race as, as last start. Hannah originally gets on well with him. Wide race to finish. My numbers are 10, 14, 9 and 2. Gator, how are you seeing the last
0: yeah, look, I'm going to stick with British Columbia. Uh, Columbia. I was with him first up. It was a good chase. He ran the second cricket last run of the day. Just missed a handy one in Diamonds in the Sky, who would have run earlier by now for a form reference. You know, with some good judges tipping her. Uh, he won second up last prep this horse. And as your reference, I think he just maps better, uh, maps really well anyway, to get the right run. Victory Bay, um, best run in the race the last two. Um, enormous two runs go. Four wide off a crawling speed. Somehow gets beaten. And then uh, peeled wide last time, ran down, uh, just missed another leader, obfuscation. That was that day at Flemington that it wasn't necessarily a great day to be a trooper. So in my very humble, I think he's been, as I say, the best run in the race in the last couple. He, um, he can win. Blow in a wide, terrific return at Warnerbull, ran a big last 633.6. Now, Rocky threw that race, ran in race five, so you get a form reference from that as well. And Super Archie she probably should have crossed the line with Victory Bay last time, and, you know, double the price. That doesn't make sense to me. It's in the quaddie, 10, 9,
2: 14 and 2. 10, 9, 14 and 2. The SMS from Jeff, I'll put it to you first of all, Gator, he's using a, a Matty Stewartism, which I don't know if that reads that well for Jeff, but is Victory Bay becoming a bit of a floater? Just your, your thoughts on, on Victory Bay and whether he's been savaging the line of late.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't uh, go down the M. Stewart path traditionally um, on a number of fronts, but um, no, look, I think that's unfair, but I'm respectful of all views. Um, yeah, I think he was, he's run two runs ago to sit four wide you know, spot the leader who pinched it five lengths in Savage Line. He go beating a bob of the head was enormous. And uh, as as a reference there, last time I just think it, I just think the the shape of the day was against him. Uh, the leader's no slouch. Obfuscation kicked and one, and again he ran home well. He probably had enough right on the line last time, so I can see what um, I can see what uh, they're saying. But uh, look, I think he's a key winning hope. Second pick coming.
2: Your thoughts on on Victory Bay, and your thoughts on the racing general, Mark.
0: I'm
3: the same as Gator. I think the horse has had excuses for sure and been good. The worry, Warren, is how many times can you go to the wells? You know, sitting wide and really having to dig deep and then come out and give chase to obfuscation last time. So I'm certainly forgiving of Victory Bay, but it's had some tough racing. It's in my numbers. I'm going for number seven, the Dandy Man, just at a bit of value. Comes through the same race as British Columbia and Heskett. I thought ran well from the back. I think the blinkers go on. It can hopefully come across right behind British Columbia and Super follow those horses into the race from the gates. And run well to beat number nine, Victory Bay. Gone wide, might have any chance to come and, and roll forward and look for a spot. Certainly deserves a win. 10 British Columbia was terrific first up, chasing out of the pack. Gets a great run. And 13 shove over. You go back last campaign, it's good enough for a race like this. With those scratches come out of the race, I wouldn't be shocked to see shove over, press forward and settle right on the speed. And a strong win last time, that has got a chance. 7, 9, 10 and 13.
2: Winding up the the races at Flemington in the last, Mark Hunter's numbers, 7, 9, 10 and 13. David Gately, 10, 9, 14 and 2. My numbers are 10, 14, 9 and 2. What's been the the best-backed at Flemington
1: and around the country, Jamie? So, Warren, there's three horses at Flemington and all three are holding very much similar amount of money. So, race one, number seven, Tom Kitten. Race two, number one, Dunkell. And then race five, number two, Forbidden City. Around the country, the best-backed runner is actually coming out of Rose Hill. Race one, number 12, Steel City. And then race ten, number three, Snap. So, between those two, they are... The best-backed runners in the country and then at the gold coast if you're interested in having a bet in the magic millions of two-year-olds race seven number four empire of japan and then race eight the three-year-old guineas is russian conquest is the best-backed runner in that race what are you most looking forward to today jamie uh warren i've got three horses for me and that's race three pacino and i've also like forbidden city and diamonds in the sky are the ones that i'll be keeping an eye on today and
2: just interest in the in the Perth Cup, the rescheduled Perth Cup. How's that market shaping up? And uh, a bit of Victorian interest there with Bo Mertens and Paddy Maloney over there. Just a, an update on the market in the Perth Cup, if you've got a chance to get that up on screen before we let you go.
1: Yes, I'm just getting it now. So Alaskan God is the favourite way here, Warren, at $4 with Truly Inspired at $5. The support is coming through for the two, though, Buster Bash at $5.50.
2: Great work, Jamie. Look forward to hearing you right throughout the day and out throughout the week.
1: Thanks, Warren. I'll speak to you all next week.
2: Jamie Rogers there from the tab. One from the SMS back to race five talking about Gabstar. I'm sorry, Warren. None of the boys could find Gabstar in their, their thoughts. Uh, Cindy Alderson wasn't that hopeful either. But at her best, she might be able to do something at odds for you if you are following Gabstar today. It's five to nine. Back with the team's best bets and quaddy players at Flemington.